conference play is officially underway. Hello, everyone, and welcome inside the latest episode of the Mac Hoops Shootaround Podcast. I'm your host, Ian Sachs, and we have finally seen conference play get underway. Opening weekend is in the books, and what a weekend it was. On the men's side, the story was the splits. Three out of the four series being split at one game apiece, the only sweep was St. Peter's over Niagara. By contrast, on the women's side of the four series opening weekend, all four of them were sweeps with preseason favorite Manhattan, followed by Fairfield, Marist, and St. Peter's all claiming two victories in the opening weekend. We will jump right into it and start on the men's side. We'll start with that St. Peter's sweep over Niagara. On Friday night, the Peacocks winning 70 to 54 behind 54% shooting from the field and six of 10 from the three point line. Uh, the Peacocks absolutely dominating, led by Daryl Banks, the third, who had a season high 19 points, Casey Nadefo adding 12 as well, and just a, a really balanced scoring attack. For the Peacocks in that one, Matthew Lee and Fusine Drame uh, po- both posting near double-doubles, just missing it uh, by one or two assists or points. Lee had nine assists to go with 11 points. Drame with a career-high 14 rebounds and tallying nine points in that one. And really just a, a nice, balanced scoring attack, a balanced effort on all fronts for the Peacocks in that one then Sunday uh, Saturday rather was much closer with a 53 to 49 win for St. Peter's Nadefo with 15 points in that one his fifth game this season in double figures drama with 14 points and that game was just back and forth throughout the entire contest 14 ties 18 lead changes and Either side could could have come away with the victory. It really kind of just happened to be whoever had the lead at the end was going to come out with the victory. That happened to be St. Peter's, who moves on to 2-0 for the second consecutive season. And this is a St. Peter's team that exceeded expectations last year, finished 14-6, second place in the MAC. This year they proved to be right back uh at the top of the league and really showing no drop off from last year's team and a a beautiful start to the year for the Peacocks. Now jumping over to the splits three out of four, as I mentioned earlier, Uh, we'll start with the Iona Fairfield matchup. And that was a matchup that was not on the schedule at the beginning of the week. First off, the Gales were supposed to take on, the Monmouth Hawks. Then when the Hawks got put on pause, the Gales were going to take on Quinnipiac. Then that didn't happen. So it was Iona traveling to Fairfield and the Gales showed no signs of rust, no uh, effects of having that change so many times with a 70 to 42 victory in the opener on Friday night. Iona raced out to an 11-2 lead, never looked back. It was a wire-to-wire win for the Gales. Isaiah Ross continued to torch torch with his second 
point scoring effort of the season. 30 points in that contest. Dylan Von Eich, 12 points, 14 rebounds for a double-double. Asante Gist, 13 points in really his return to the lineup this year. He played for a couple of minutes in the Gales non-conference loss to Morgan State, but returned to the starting lineup in that game and really showed why he is such a pivotal part of this Iona team. Had 13 points to go along with five assists. Fairfield was led by Taj Benning, who had a, a nice performance with 16 points. But then the following day, it was a 43-point turnaround. Get that 43-point uh, differential between the two games, just 24 hours separating the two contests as Fairfield won the second game of the weekend, 67-52 to 52 on Saturday. The Stags with a much better performance defensively, for sure, and uh, offensively pretty balanced as well. Four players in double figures with Caleb Green leading the way with 14 points. Benning again in double figures with 10. The Gales led surprisingly by Ryan Myers, who had 14 points. Uh, the Stags did a much better job keeping the Gales stars in check. Ross uh, did not put anywhere close to another 30 marker on the scoreboard. So for Fairfield, that is a very nice win, a gritty win to show that we can get punched in the mouth, but we can get right back up. And beating the Gales by double figures is a uh, is a testament to the club that Jay Young has in Fairfield and a nice way to salvage the weekend and build up some confidence through the first two games in conference play. Now, talk about a surprising performance rider beating Manhattan in their MAC opener. The Bronx shooting better than 50% from the floor in that game, and they held a 47-28 to 28 advantage on the glass. Dwight Murray Jr. had 20 points and 15 rebounds to go along with seven assists in the 82-64 win for Ryder. So a very nice performance for the Bronx there. Ant Nelson at a career high for Manhattan with 19 points, but he would have quite a day the following day. 27 points for the Seton Hall transfer as Manhattan returned the favor with an 87-77 win, and they shot 57%. So they took Riders 51% from the night before and raised that the following weekend. Manhattan just shot the lights out in the first half, shooting 67% from the floor. Absolutely blistering on offense. That's an off, an offensive output if I ever saw one. Coach Massiello for the Jaspers getting his uh, – setting the program record for most wins at Dratty Gymnasium with that victory there. So congratulations to him and – what a way to do it, just completely putting on an offensive show, torching the net throughout the entire contest. And finally, uh, on the men's side, we wrap it up with the Marist Kinesis, with the Marist Kinesis showdown. The Griffs winning the first game, their, their first game of the season, shooting 55% 
in their 81 to 72 win on Friday night. Five players in double, uh, five players scoring at least eight points, I should say, with Malik Green with a game high 18 off the bench. So uh, Kanishis really getting a job, getting the job done, and Reggie Weatherspoon's squad uh, pretty balanced for sure in that one. And then a typical John Dunn game the next night with Maris winning. 56 to 52 on Saturday, holding Canisius below 30% shooting compared to that 55 from the night earlier. So uh, you, you know that Dunn uh, was preaching to his team, getting back to their defensive standard and making sure that they took care of business there. Hakeem Bird leading the way once again for the Red Foxes. He converted on the three-point play that gave them the lead with Less than a minute to go, about 35 seconds left on the clock. Bird had 10 points in that one tied with Jordan Jones for the lead for Marist. So you see what's going to be the key for the Red Foxes. It's going to be their defense. They give up 81 points in the conference opening loss to Canisius, and then they hold the Griffs to 52 points the following night, and they turn a nine-point loss into a four-point victory. Clearly, uh, the defensive side, the defensive standard that we have come to know from John Dunn, uh, proving yet again to be the difference for him. Now, over on the women's side, it's all about the sweeps. Uh, The four teams all getting the brooms out, Maris, Manhattan, Fairfield, and St. Peter's all claiming opening weekend sweeps. We will start with the Peacocks. 2-0 2-0 for the first time since the 2001-2002 season with their 63-54 and then 45-38 wins over Iona. This was another game, uh, another series that was not originally on the schedule. The Gales were supposed to be taking on Monmouth and St. Peter's was set uh, to take on, I believe, Niagara. And then when the Niagara women had to go on pause, uh, as well as Monmouth, uh, the Gales and Peacocks decided to put the put the game to the games together. And instead of playing on the Friday Saturday, they, they, since it was put together so late, they played Saturday Sunday. So they were the only show in town going up against the NFL Sunday. But uh, two games that very much mirrored each other. St. Peter's jumped out to uh, an early lead. Uh, the Gales closed the gap a little bit before the half. Then a big third quarter for Iona put the Gales in front by one after three quarters with an almost identical score. After three quarters on Saturday, Iona led 31-30. to 30, And then after three quarters on Sunday, the Gales led 30-29. to 29. But then it was a big fourth quarter for the Peacocks both days. First on Saturday, uh, outscoring their output from the first three quarters in that third quarter, uh, outscoring the Gales 33-23 to 23 to pick up that victory going away in that one. And then on Sunday, it was a much more defensive fourth quarter, but still dominated by the Peacocks. And they simply just made the plays down the stretch. They knew what they needed to do, and they did just that. They hit the clutch shots. They hit the uh, big three-pointers that proved to be the daggers and too much for the Gales to overcome. 
in the opener there. Kendria Williams with 21 points, 17 of which came in that fourth quarter where the offenses just completely opened up. And also this St. Peter's defense forcing 13 turnovers for the Gales in the, the first quarter alone and 26 for the game in that first quarter. The Gales had, as I mentioned, 13 turnovers and just six shot attempts in the opening 10 minutes in the first game there. And uh, in the second game of this series, Binta Salawu with 14 points and seven rebounds uh, on Sunday. The, the bright spot for the Gales in both of those two games, Paul Weeks, career high 15 points, playing all 40 minutes in the first game, and then followed it up with her second career double-double, 14 points and 10 rebounds in that contest. This is a St. Peter's team that last year could score with the best of them, ranked second in the conference in scoring offense uh, a season ago, right behind the Marist Red Foxes, but were at the bottom of the MAC in terms of defense, but clearly getting the job done first, uh, limiting the Gales to 54 points, and then doing one better uh, the following day, limiting Iona to 38 points. And of course, those 26 turnovers in the first game, a, a glaring stat that certainly stands out and a credit to the St. Peter's suffocating defense on Iona in that contest. Now, uh, not a surprise that Manhattan is 2-0 at this point, the MAC preseason favorites, picking up a pair of victories over the defending co-regular season champion Ryder Bronx with a 56-51 win on Friday and then a 50-38 win on Saturday. The Manhattan defense clearly on display but Ryder, as we see, has struggled to score the ball throughout the season. They've been held below 40 points twice, and their season high is just 51 points. Uh, we'll start it off with the, the first contest, Manhattan outscoring Ryder 16-5 to in the third quarter in that contest, uh, proving to be the difference in that game in a five-point victory for the Jaspers. Courtney Worley, 19 points and nine rebounds and Manhattan. This was a game of runs for the Jaspers as well as they opened the game on a 12 to two run Ryder, of course, battled back and then Manhattan ultimately having that big third quarter to help propel them to the victory. Then the following day, it, it was an offensive struggle for sure. We saw a second quarter in which the score was five to three in favor of Manhattan. The two teams combining to shoot one of 20 over the 10 minute period. But then uh, the Manhattan offense opened up in the fourth quarter, outscoring the Bronx 20 to 10. Worley again with 14 points and 13 rebounds for a double double. DD Davis with 11. She's been in double figures in all three games for the Jaspers. Uh, so a, a very good start to the season for Manhattan. A, a pair of gritty wins against a, a, a Ryder team that is still looking to find answers after the graduation of their star players from a season ago in the two Johnsons and Leia Favre. Fairfield, how about 
the way that the Stags have shot the ball this season after already claiming a program record of 18 three-pointers earlier in this season in non-conference play. Well, Sarah Lewis had herself a weekend in the Stags' sweep of the Siena Saints. Sarah Lewis first notching a career-high 21 points on Friday in a 68-56 win for the Stags, four players in double figures. But then Lewis doing that and so much more on Saturday with a Fairfield single-game record, 39 points and 11 three-pointers. That's the most in a MAC conference game, the sixth most in the NCAA history. I mean, just what an absolute performance by Lewis. Uh, that one was a 76-44 to victory for the Stags, and there was really no contest in that one with Lewis shooting the way that she did. She would end up winning MAC Player of the Week, and for a good reason, averaging 30 points over the two games over the weekend. First at 21, but then 39 the following day. I mean, she is having such an incredible start to conference play. All eyes were set on Lou Lopez Senechal, the MAC preseason player of the year. And she's had herself quite a good season, but Lewis stealing the show, stealing the spotlight, stealing all of the headlines uh, with an incredible performance for her there. And then rounding out the MAC opening weekend, Marist with a sweep of Canisius 64 to 44 on Friday and then 62 or 82 rather 82 to 61 on Saturday. The Red Foxes not challenged in either game. They've scored at least 80 points in two out of their three contests this season. The win on Friday marked the 16th straight year that the Red Foxes have won their MAC opener. Sarah Barcelo leading the way with a career-high 18 points in both games. She had 18 on Friday and matched that on Saturday. Uh, in the Friday game, she shot 7 of 11 from the floor. Caitlin Weimer, the MAC Rookie of the Week, once again scored 17 points and 6 rebounds in that victory. And then on Saturday, they just raced out to a 26-6 lead after the first quarter. Just an absolute drubbing uh, by the Red Foxes. There, Will Duffel having 12 points and 11 rebounds, joining Barcelo in double figures. And uh, Sarah Barcelo's been in double figures in all three games. So uh, the Red Fox is certainly accustomed to her leading the way scoring-wise. And uh, the one non-conference game from the weekend, the Quinnipiac Bobcats falling to Army 51-50. to Amani Free, 16 points and 7 rebounds. Mackenzie DeWeese with 10 and 11. Uh, already one news looking ahead to this coming weekend, the Canisius Siena women's basketball series postponed after Siena had a positive test and the men's basketball series between those two schools uh, postponed as well after the saints have had two lengthy pauses due to COVID-19. So uh, we, this is the story of this season 
it's going to happen. I would say every single weekend we are going to see some type of shifting in the scheduling. Uh, we saw several changes opening weekend and for the second weekend of conference play already. These two changes announced. Uh, we'll see if there are any others down the stretch. Time to, to look now at the three stars of the week. Uh, clearly, the first star has to be Sarah Lewis. 39 points, 11 three-pointers. Uh, the 39 is a Fairfield record. The 11 three-pointers is a MAC conference game record, the sixth most in the NCAA. That's one night after setting her career high, which lasted only 24 hours of 21 points. MAC player of the week, college sports madness, made major player of the week. She averaged 30 points for the weekend. Uh, just an absolute incredible performance there. Uh, my second star has to go to Peacock Nation. The St. Peter's Peacocks, the men and the women are both 2 0, the only team, the only school to sweep. Uh, both the men and the women opening weekend. And as I mentioned earlier, the women are 2-0 in the MAC for the first time since the early O's. And it's the first time that both the men and women are 2-0 since 96-97. So we're looking at a four, uh, at a 24-year uh, drought for that. So that something happening for the first time in 24 years. You have to give it to the Peacocks there for for an outstanding start to conference play and especially Mark Mitchell and the women's uh, basketball team for St. Peter's slated to finish ninth in the conference and already 2-0. and uh, The Peacocks won six conference games last season. That was their most in a decade. Already two wins this season with still 18 more to go. Uh, Mitchell certainly turning things around in Jersey City. And my third star would have to be Sarah Barcelo uh, with a career high 18 points in each of the two games in the opening weekend for the Marist Red Foxes, who really showed no drop off from last year, a team that went 18 and two in conference play and lost more than 5,000 points to graduation. And the Red Foxes rolling over the Canisius Golden Griffs in their first two games of the conference slate. That about does it for the recap of week one in Mac play. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review to this podcast. It's the Mac Hoops Shootaround Podcast. I'm Ian Sachs. We'll catch you next week for much more Mac Hoops.